So there is a way that millionaires think that the rest of everybody else doesn't. And that is the difference between thinking about money instead of thinking about it in terms of amounts. They think about money in terms of percentages. And that's a really important distinction. Instead of thinking something uh, that maybe was $4 is now $5, you would, uh, if you were thinking the way that society wants you to and our poorly run educational system wants you to, you're going to go, okay, well, that's just a dollar difference. But the way millionaires and people who are building wealth really think about it is they look at that and go, well, this thing used to be $5 or I'm sorry, it used to be $4. Now it's $5. That's actually a 25% increase for the exact same thing. And it happened pretty much overnight. Uh, I, I Now I need to ask the question of, is this really worth it for me? And the reason that uh, society and businesses and all that, they only want you to really think about that $1 is because then they can continue to upsell you and raise their prices and do all these other things. And you're not likely to make much of a change because mentally it doesn't really flip that, especially if it's something that's being charged to a credit card, it doesn't really make sense. A perfect example of this uh, would be Netflix. Netflix has driven up their costs dramatically despite the fact that there are more streamer uh, competition than there's ever been before. You have HBO and Hulu and Disney Plus and you know, all these different ones that are coming out now, but they continue to raise prices because they're spending so much money on content. Well, uh, this is just my opinion, but as a Netflix subscriber, you know, since it was, I think it was used to be nine bucks, um, the price of it has gone up 100% probably in uh, about the past five years or so. Well, the content that they're putting out, honestly, in my opinion, a lot of it's not very good. Um, you know, there's still shows on Netflix that I really like, but if I'm paying for all the extra shows at some point, especially with all these other streaming services going on, I have to ask if they continue to jack up the price this much that often. And I'm not really, I'm just kind of watching the same shows over and over again. Is this still worth it for me? Is it still that? I'm not thinking about it in terms of, oh, it's gone up, you know, $9 or, you know, it just went up, you know, $5 recently or $2 here. I'm looking at it and going, man, that's a hundred percent increase. And you know what, who didn't get a hundred percent increase in the past five years, my paycheck. So, you know, that's why it's important to think about things in terms of percentages, because you may notice the overall pain at the end of the month, when you look at your credit card bill and you're like, how in the world did we get to this? Like, how are we, you know, last month we were fine. Uh, you know, the, or two months ago we were fine a month ago, things were a little tight. And now, you know, we overspent by $400. We don't have that $400. Well, that's because everything went up just a little bit and you didn't notice it. So when you think about things in terms of percentages, it puts you in a frame of mind to where you can evaluate everything quickly and you can go, okay, that just, that box of cereal that I used to buy, that's a ridiculous price increase. That just went up 40% since last week. You know, I'm not going to buy that one. I'm going to look for one that's on sale or I'm going to buy an off-brand that's cheaper. So when you, it, it sounds stupid and it sounds simple. I know I'm using Netflix and all that, but I want to talk about some larger examples to where this is really relevant. So um, one of the things that uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, um, you know, you can see I'm going to share my screen a little bit if you're on the podcast um, I will read the headlines that I'm going to be going through right now. But basically what's happened is if you look at what is going on in the economy right now, um, it says 
This is uh, Ray Dalio. He is a billionaire investor, um, you know, owns one of the largest funds in the world. And uh, personally, out of all the billionaires, I actually have a lot of respect for Ray and what he does. He has some um, really good educational materials. It's very high level, um, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's, it's extremely valuable stuff. So I tend to trust billionaires' opinions on things when it comes to the economy and money. And what this headline, you know, is quoting him on, it says, you fight inflation with economic pain. And what in it says, you know, he issued a dire warner, uh, warning to investors. Um, and this is what he hold, um, uh, what he holds you to prepare for the, the tough times ahead. I'm not worried about that part. So what he's saying is you fight inflation with economic pain is that we have to slow down spending because of the situation that we have found ourselves. We have printed so much money. We put so much money into the system. Whenever you make way more of something, it becomes worth less, okay? It doesn't matter if we're talking about money. It doesn't matter if we're talking about PlayStations. If all of a sudden, you know, there's only 20 million PlayStations in the world and then Sony decided to make 500 million PlayStations, well, if there's that many, there's not 500 million people in the world that wanna play PlayStation. So all of a sudden they would get really cheap. So basically what's going on is they are they are raising the interest rates which makes money incredibly hard to borrow. So what I one that I want to talk about is right here this uh the Fed they just made um and the Federal Reserve is responsible for these interest rate hikes or decreases. So they took it up 75 points. Now what does that mean? What that means is that it's going to cost more money for you to get a loan from the bank. And not just you, it's going to cost more money for businesses to get loans. It's going to cost more money for you know people to buy houses. Like This affects everything. So even if you're like, well, Stephen, I'm not looking to buy a new car, buy a new home, it doesn't matter. Be, the businesses who are out there who are borrowing money so they can run their businesses or they have to buy equipment or whatever, anytime they have to go get debt, now it's costing them more to get that, which means they have to raise their prices so they can still maintain a profit and stay in business. Well, who has to pay for all of that? You and me, the consumer. So right here, when they're talking about that, here's four things that'll be more expensive. So credit cards, right off the bat. Credit cards are gonna get more expensive. Um, you know, It says, when rate hikes began in early 2022, the average APR was about 16%. Since then, we're not even at the end of the year, we're just three-fourths of the way through, it's up 18%. And they think by the end of the year, it could reach 19%. So here's the thing. Again, let's get back to the percentages because in this situation, we're going back to elementary math, ladies and gentlemen. I know it sucks. Um, but we have to really think about this. And you may look at that and go, well, again, Stephen, 16, 18, 19%. That's only a 2% difference. It's only a 3% difference. No, no, no. In this situation too, this is where the wealthy really put themselves ahead because they're thinking about that differently. They're not looking at that. The difference between 16 and 18%, it's not 2%, right? It's a percentage point. What we do, and if you can't remember math, I'm going to help you out with this, okay? You take the lower number 16 and then you divide it by the higher number in this situation, which is 18. So that gives us 0 0.88, okay? Now we times that by 100, which gives you 88, and then you just subtract from one, which is you know basically 12. So that is a 12% difference 
in nine months to borrow money. Well, I did not get a 12% raise at work. So if there's a, been a 12% increase on what it takes, if I'm somebody who has credit card debt, then all of a sudden to borrow that same amount of money, it's costing me 12% more. And you know that just makes it harder for me to, to pay it off. If it goes up to 19%, the difference from 16 to 19, again, it's not 3%. The difference, we're going to do 16 divided by 19. We get 0.84, again, minus one. The difference is 15%. So it's, it's moving dramatically higher, very fast. And again, I don't know a lot of people that are getting 15% raises unless they're taking a promotion or something like that. And guess what? Guess what's not happening right now? Promotions. We're going to get to that in just a second because layoffs are starting to happen. So again, same thing with auto financing, uh, You know, people buying cars. That's going to slow down people buying cars. It's getting ridiculously expensive. Let's do this one last time. Okay. The average interest rate on a 60-month new car was 3.85. Okay. So we were at 3.85. And now they're saying with this new interest rate, it could go to, let's go with the high end, the 5.75. So far, every time they've made a prediction for what it'll be on the low end, it's actually been higher. So 3.85 divided by 5.75. Uh, sorry, type that in wrong. Um, 3.85 divided by 5.75 gets us uh, 0.669 minus one. That is a 33% increase. If you were going to buy a car at the beginning of the year, if you want to borrow money to do it, you now have to pay 33% more. Well, doesn't that just make you think differently than if you just looked at that and said, oh, yeah, it's actually just 3.85, 5.75. That's not even 2%. No, it's it's 33%. That's the difference. That's the difference between everybody else and the people who are millionaires. That is why this mindset makes such a big difference because when you see percentages versus amounts, it makes a massive difference. Obviously, mortgages... This is a huge deal. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Here is a mortgage calculator. I'm pulling this up. So let's say you were in the market for a house and you were looking to pay 400, uh, or let's say you could do about $2,000 a month is what you could afford. Okay. So you're looking around and you're like, hey, based on you know, our income and everything we have going on, we can pay about $2,000. Well, at the beginning of the year, I actually bought my old uh, a new house and I got an interest rate a little bit better than this, but interest rates were about three and a half percent. So as you can see down here, three and a half percent. So let's say you were going to buy a house that was $400,000, all right? And you're going to put 20% down on the house, recommended amount, like to do 20%. And interest was at three and a half percent. And we're talking about a you know standard 30-year mortgage, which is what the majority of them are. That would put you at a monthly payment of $1,971 give or take with taxes. Okay. So 1971 is what we're looking at. Now for that same house, if you were going to buy that right now at 7%, holy cow, your total monthly payment jumps to $2,663. Again, we were just under $2,000. That is a $663 difference. It's a little bit more than that. It's actually, when you think about it, it's actually pretty much $2,700 almost even because it was uh, that. So if you take $700, okay, times 12, because this is a monthly payment we're talking about, that's an extra $8,400 you have to pay every single year as, as long as you don't refinance this 
to for this exact same home. So over the lifespan of the 30-year mortgage, if nothing changed, you would be paying an extra $252,000 in interest because of this. Right? But that's not total interest. That's just the extra, a quarter million dollars more. Well, what happened? What happened was interest didn't go from three and a half up another three and a half points. It went up 100%. That's the difference. We were at 3.5. We went to seven. So you got to multiply that by two. That's a 100% increase. So that's why this is such a big deal. So now if you're in the market for a home, well, guess what? You can't afford at 7% a $400,000 home. Now you can only afford, let's see what 300,000 looks like. Okay, boom, hit it right on the mark. First try. <laughs> you can, can you tell I run these numbers a whole bunch? So now before you could buy a $400,000 home, with the $200,000 you have. But because you have to pay the bank more just to borrow the money for the loan, now you can only afford a home that is $300,000. That is why this makes such a big deal. When interest is happening, you have to be able to think of things in terms of percentages, not amounts, because it changes everything. And what does this end up doing? Well, one of the most reliable strong indicators of a company is when people are shopping and what are where do people shop now yes we go to stores from time to time but we buy a ton of our crap online well who benefits from that all of the shipping companies so fedex just came out it's one of the best in the business when it comes to logistics and shipping your packages they are you know have been the goats for a long time amazon's trying to compete with them a little bit but at the end of the day FedEx is still the goat. Okay. So if FedEx is having, here's a headline right now that, that uh, we just uh, got, they are facing a big downturn. The CEO just came out recently and said, we are seeing a huge decline in business. Their stock dropped 20%. They're getting ready to look at layoffs and do all these other things. So what that actually tells us is it's a signal that, hey, we don't think people are going to be shopping as much anymore because everything's just got more expensive, people are getting laid off, yada, yada. That is not a sign that anything good is going to happen in the short term. So all of these things, all of this news that's been happening, we have to take it all in and we have to step back and we have to evaluate our finances. And you need to evaluate as things will continue to climb to get more expensive. This is not going to get better. The Fed, again, they're the ones responsible for the interest rates. They have already announced their plan. Going into 20, they, they reevaluate it every three months, if you're unfamiliar with the schedule. So every three months, they come out and they say if they're going to raise it again, if they're going to keep it flat, or if they're going to decrease it. They have already said to fight inflation, they plan on taking this thing up continually every single quarter to about midway of 2023. And then they'll step back and see where inflation is at. So you almost have a guarantee that interest rates for your house are going to, if we're at 7% now, there's probably not a reason we're not going to see 8 9%. We might even hit double digits for a little bit. I don't think it'll get there, but who knows? I, I, I don't know. They don't know. We have to wait and see where things are. The point is things are going to get a lot worse before they get better. So the best thing you can do is start thinking about everyday items that you buy and start thinking about them in terms of percentages. Don't think about the box of cereal that it went from four to five dollars, and that's only a one dollar increase. No, think of it as that is a twenty five percent increase. And if everything at the grocery store increased by twenty five percent, 
and your entire grocery bill goes up 25%. And then compound that to everything from your utilities to whatever, okay? I say all this to say, this is the best thing you can do is to be smart with your money, eliminate things you don't need, substitute things out. Uh, substitution is a great way to still maintain you know, your lifestyle to a certain degree, but save some money. So a great example would be if you grilled steaks three times a week, well, steak is very expensive beef. Well, if you're like, man, I just really love beef. Well, guess what? You can have hamburgers. So if you sub out, you know, three of those steaks, let's say you cut two steaks a week out and two of those times you do hamburgers, well, you'll still get to eat beef. You're still going to have a nice full belly, right? And what's going to happen is you're going to spend a lot less money on that. That is substitution. So when you start thinking about things in terms of percentages, it will change the way that you view the world. It will change the way um, that you build wealth. And guess what? This works the other way too. The other thing that I haven't talked about much because I've just been focused on the headlines and things going down. But the other extremely important part about this is that you will think about investments differently. You will think about how you make money differently. When you start looking at things and you know, keep in mind that on the stock market, a great bench line you know, over a long period of time is about 8%, 9%. If you can earn 8 to 9% on your money every year, that's awesome. Well, guess what? In times like this, you got to get creative. So if you create art, maybe you, uh, you know, have a big garden and you can go sell some eggs or whatever the case is. If you sell your eggs and you take them up from, you know, a bushel being three bucks to four bucks, you didn't make an extra dollar on each one, you made an extra 25%. Well, now, you know, it, that that should be a very encouraging thing. So anytime you can start thinking in terms of percentages, um, it's going to drastically change the way that you see the world and the way that everything moves financially around you. So hopefully, uh, this has been helpful, it will help prepare you for the upcoming uh, year. If you want, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to check it out, you can go uh, onto my YouTube channel. Um, it's under Stephen Corson. And uh, one announcement I did want to make, uh, this is kind of exciting. Uh, it's not kind of exciting. It's really exciting. But my website is up and running. Uh, you can check it out. It's on the screen if you're watching. If you're not, it's www.stephencorson.me.me. Um, no, you don't always need a .com. Uh, no, a lot of people out there ask me about that. No, you can do other ones. So stephencorson.me, check it out. I just launched a newsletter. I send out a newsletter that you can read in about five to six minutes. It comes out every Saturday. And on there, I have wealth building tips. And right now I'm focused on helping you know people build up their net worth. So that's where a lot of that content is centered. The other thing I do is I know not everybody likes to read. That's why some of you are probably either watching this on YouTube or listening to it on a podcast because you're not big readers. And that's totally fine. Thank God for technology. There's a lot of great ways to get you know, access to all this. So in the newsletter, I have like a little five, six minute read. It's really easy. Hopefully it's somewhat educational and entertaining too. Um, but then underneath that, I always include a link of one or two YouTube videos to watch that I think are really great videos um, you know, that have been done by other people, uh, that are, that will, you know, are somewhat relevant to the newsletter thing. I include links to the podcast on there. And then, uh, if you are somebody who likes to read and you want a little more, I always have a book of the month recommendation on there. Uh, so this month I'm talking about essentialism it's top five book, 
uh, for me in the past decade. Really big deal. But yeah, don't take my word for it. Go check it out. Subscribe to the newsletter. Just put in your email. You won't get any other emails from me. It's just primarily that. And if you're not sure and you're like, ah, maybe I just want to read and see if your stuff is crap or not, uh, you can go to the website and there's a newsletter tab up at the top. I post the newsletters there every week. So if you don't get any of the previous emails and you want to see what they are, you can go click on it. So anyway, thanks so much for all the support. I have a lot of big things coming. Um, you know, I it's just amazing that I've been doing this for two months now. We're making a lot of strides on things. Um, you know, continue to send me, uh, you know, comment on the YouTube videos, rate the podcast high. Um, I uh, all of those things help. I just want to take a quick moment just to say thank you to everybody for your love, your support during this time. Um, it has been a wild time to quit your job and then go start a business. I mean, wow, never would have expected. I didn't think things were going great, but like never would have expected that they would have been an upside down as much as they have been. So definitely appreciate the support. And um, like I said, I've got some really exciting stuff coming down the pike. So um, if you're watching this on YouTube or uh, listening to a podcast, uh, please be sure to go and check out some of the additional episodes we have on there. And uh, as we always like to end these things, um, until we talk again or until our paths cross again, it's late. I I'm tired. Bye.